Do you consider yourself a morning person? I definitely am not. I am a night owl through and through. But a couple of years ago, I started figuring out what a morning routine would look like for me as a work-from-home mom of four kids. And putting this simple routine, or my morning ritual, as I like to call it, putting it together changed my life for the better. So today I'm sharing what my daily routine looks like in the morning in an effort to hopefully encourage and inspire you to find a morning routine that makes your life a little bit better for you. Are you ready to make a change in your life but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome back to Moms on the Rise. Today, we are talking about morning routines. Do you have one? Is there something that you do every day to just start your day off on the right foot? I really didn't for the longest time. Like I said in the intro, I have always told myself I am a night owl, that I am wired to stay up late and mornings just aren't for me. I really had gotten into the habit of pushing the snooze button many times each morning, and that was if I did set an alarm. Most of the times, I let my kids be my alarm clock, and they would be the ones that woke me up in the morning. As a work-at-home mom, I do have the luxury of being home with my kids, and I recognize that, but that meant that I was busting tail during nap times and after they had gone to bed, and I was up super late at night working, usually from about 8 p.m. to midnight each night or sometimes 1 or 2 in the morning. Those were just my regular working hours. And that worked okay for a really long time until it just didn't work anymore. I still remember there was a morning and I had been up super late the night before working and was so tired. And when my toddler came in and woke me up for the day, I just remember being angry that I had to start my day off in the thick of motherhood, just thrown right into changing diapers and getting breakfast for the little kids and jumping into the sprint of mom life right out of the gate. I remember thinking that it had been a really long time since I started a day for myself when I was actually able to work out or read scriptures or read a book or the news or even just taking a moment to pray before I started the day. And I hated it. It really made me kind of mad and resentful. It felt like on those mornings when things started off crazy or felt like they were out of my control, the rest of the day just felt off. The harsh realization for me was that because I wasn't starting my day off taking care of me, I felt pretty empty for the rest of the day. And we all know that when mom feels empty, it's really hard to show up for everybody else in your life and pour into them when you don't have anything to pour. I didn't have a rhythm in my life of taking care of me. It was hit and miss. There was no repeats and no intentionality behind showing up for myself and making goals for myself and taking care of those things that I valued the most, all the things that we talk about on this podcast. And so today, my morning routine consists of me waking up about 90 minutes before my kids do. But it didn't start that way. I wasn't that person who could just magically start waking up earlier. I really had to ease into it. And it took many years to get me up to that point of waking up about 90 minutes before my kids. So maybe you're wondering, how did I start doing it? And honestly, it was just me looking at the things that I wish I did for myself every day. 
the things that I told myself I just didn't have time for or it's not my season. I had to take a really hard look at that and be honest with myself that it doesn't matter what season I'm in. I still need to take care of me. And the things that I wanted to do the most that I wasn't were working out, moving my body in a way that felt good, and then spending time with God. Those were the things that just weren't happening. I could not find time for them if I didn't do it before my kids woke up. So I decided I'm going to pick one thing and I'll start working on that. And so I decided I will wake up 30 minutes before my kids to get in a little bit of exercise before my kids woke up because it just worked best for me if my kids weren't around when I was trying to find ways to move my body. And so usually that workout happened in our unfinished basement or even the floor of our bedroom. I didn't have any equipment, but I just knew how much better I felt when I just would move my body. YouTube was still kind of new at this point, but there were a couple of workout videos on there that I could follow. And that's what I would do. I would use a 20 or 30 minute workout right when I woke up, even if it was just walking in place or stretching or doing some yoga, just something to move my body and wake my body up before my kids did. I just have to tell you how much better I felt when I made that happen. I wasn't perfect at it. It didn't happen every day, but I did feel so much better on the days that I took that time for me to do something for me. And it felt good. On those days, I had a little bit more energy and I felt like I was ready to face the day head on. Waking up 30 minutes earlier, it felt doable to me. Unfortunately, I was still going to bed at the same late time and just getting 30 minutes less sleep, but I was okay. I was making it work. I could make that work for me. And I loved that little morning ritual on my weekdays until the pandemic hit. And that was when everything changed. You know how crazy it was. And I knew I needed a different morning routine because by that point, the years of little sleep were catching up to me. And yeah, I was taking a little bit better care of myself physically by getting that little bit of movement in and doing something for me. But I was totally missing the boat when it came to my mental health or my spiritual health or my emotional health, etc. And we all know how hard that pandemic was. There was never alone time for yourself as a mom because we were always all together as a family. I was still working super late in the night because that was the only time that I could work. During the day, I was a homeschool teacher, plus juggling all the other stress that happened in the world at that time. It just was a lot. And it was then that I started therapy. And in therapy, I was encouraged to do work on myself mentally. But I told myself, oh, I just, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to add one more thing to my schedule. And again, I had to look really hard at how I was spending my day. And I realized I needed to do this work for therapy, which included like journaling and meditation. I needed to do it before the kids woke up because I needed that quiet, uninterrupted time to really think about these things and work through them. And so it was at this point that I started my morning ritual or the morning rhythms that I still have today. So I have to share this with you because my morning routine, I'm going to walk you through what my morning routine is, but it actually starts the night before. I had to be sure that I was putting myself to bed on time. Part of taking care of myself physically and mentally means putting myself to bed so that I can get at least seven hours of sleep. Now, I know there are seasons of our lives where that's not always the case. When you have a newborn, 
you don't get to control that sleep. And when you have nursing babies and even toddlers, sometimes like your sleep schedule is so out of your control. But I'm at a season in my life now where I can control my sleep and I know that I need at least seven hours of sleep to function. That is a non-negotiable for me. I used to be able to go on five or six hours, but years of doing that really was breaking my body down and I could feel the effects of that. So seven hours is where I live. In order to get seven hours of sleep, I have to reverse engineer it and make sure that I am going to bed on time. I actually have alarms on my computer at night that remind me it's time to stop working. It's time to stop being on your computer. It's time to go to bed. My phone actually is programmed to go into silent mode at 10 p.m. so that I'm not distracted by notifications. I basically did the same thing that I do to all of my kids' phones where I turn all of my apps off at 10 p.m. and my phone goes to sleep. So I can't really play with any of my apps or get on the internet or scroll social media because all my apps are shut down. And it's just this little cue and this little reminder that it's time for me to start to wind down so that I can get myself to sleep on time so that I can have my morning routine or morning ritual every day. So when I wake up in the morning, about an hour and a half before my kids, the first thing that I do is put on my workout clothes and my shoes. And I know that sounds funny because I work out at home. I don't actually go to a gym. I just stay right here. But I put on my workout clothes and my shoes. I actually have a pair of tennis shoes that have never been outside. They are my indoor shoes only. I know that sounds weird, but I didn't want to track dirt and other things into my house by wearing these shoes inside and out. So they are my indoor shoes only. But I put them on with my workout clothes the very first thing when I wake up. From there, I make my way out to the couch in our living room. It's totally dark, but I have this little lamp that I turn on that just gives me just a little bit of light so that I can see. There is something about the quiet of the house and the soft light that I look forward to so much. At this point, I get comfortable on the couch and I just have some quiet time of prayer and meditation. I don't really have hard set times of how long I spend doing this, but I would say just a few minutes where I spend time in prayer with God and then I try to just sit still and listen to what he needs me to hear. Sometimes a prayer happens in my head. Sometimes this prayer happens out loud. Sometimes I even journal my prayers and write down the things that I'm worried about or write down the things that I have going on. And then I listen and even sometimes I'll respond to myself in the way that I feel prompted to. Next, I spend some time reading scriptures, which used to be just something I checked off my list each day. It didn't really mean much to me, but now it's become one of my favorite things that I do every single day. I usually only read one to two verses of scripture a day. I decided to go for depth instead of distance when it comes to reading scriptures. I like to look up the definitions of words or learn about the person who wrote that scripture. And I like to try and understand the meaning behind it and how it applies to my life and what I'm going to do with those words after reading them. And so I take a few minutes after I read and I just journal about what I read or what I felt or what I'm thinking for about that day or what I'm thankful for. I just have this little tiny journal and it's called One Line a Day. I literally just write a line or two every single day. And there's just something about getting your thoughts down on paper, getting them out of your head. And it has been so fun to go back and look at what I wrote a few years ago and just see how far I've come. I started this little journal during the pandemic and it's so cool to see the progress I'm making mentally 
little by little, day after day. And it's because I've been consistent in doing this morning ritual or this morning rhythm. Once I finish that, it's time for my workout. I still work out at home, usually in my basement. Most days I find a YouTube video to follow along with. I like to mix it up. I do all kinds of different workouts. I do have some basic gym equipment in my house that's been awesome, but I am proof that you don't need any equipment to move your body. You just have to find a way to move your body that feels good to you. During the warmer months, I love to go outside and go for a walk, but most of the time I just do it inside because it's dark and it's early in the morning and I feel safe here at home. I spend anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes working out, which usually includes some core rehab at the end because if you know, you know. I promise I practice what I preach when it comes to the Mommy Tummy Fix program, and that is what I do. And then after that, I am ready to start my day. I come up the stairs, and that's when it's time to wake up my kids for school and get them going with their day and enjoy breakfast with them. That's my morning routine. It isn't much, and it's nothing too crazy, but it's been the one constant in my life that keeps me in alignment with who I want to become, and the things that I value, and the goals that I have for me. Just making sure that I start off each day focused on those things and intentionally starting off my day has made me such a happier person. The other thing that has made a world of difference is that I don't use my phone during those morning hours. I keep it plugged in at its charger. I don't look at texts. I don't look at news. I don't look at notifications, social media, nothing. I want to own my mornings, and I have found that if I pick up my phone, it usually owns me. So I don't give my phone that power, and I don't use my phone until after my kids have gone to school. My mornings are just that sacred to me, and I don't want to give them to anyone or anything, especially my phone. Okay, I want to know, do you have a morning routine? Is there something that you do every morning to just start your day off? Or maybe for some of you, it's a night routine where you wind down and end the day on a good note. I would love to hear what it is that you do. If you want to, you can head over to Mommy Tummy Fix on YouTube or Instagram and just leave me a comment about what your morning routine looks like. Thanks so much for joining me here today. As always, I am just so thankful you are here. You are doing amazing, Mama. Keep on rising. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, head over to themommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.